Hello, Lifestylers. As you know, Thanksgiving was last week, and we had some preparations to do. That's usually when we're doing our preparations to record the show. You may have discovered, discovered? Determined by now, that we do not have a complete program for you today, but we do have something just as bad. Here, reading a poem by Mr. Eli Siegel of the aesthetic realism. I was about to say aesthetic realness. Let's call it aesthetic realness, cult. Yes. <laughs> Maybe it's aesthetic right. Realness. Realness. Yes, we're serving aesthetic realness here, whatever. Yeah, look, it's fine. Here, reading a poem by the founder of Aesthetic Realism, Mr. Eli Siegel, who, as we learned in last week's episode, none of us appreciate fully enough, uh, and that's why we're all being punished. <laughs> if only we'd known. Here is Aaron reading Eli Siegel's seminal poem and possibly only work ever of any renown. Hot afternoons have been in Montana. Quiet and green was the grass of the field. The sky was whole in brightness. And oh, a bird was flying high there in the sky so gently, so carelessly and fairly. Here once Indians shouted in battle and moaned after it. There were cries, yells, night and the moon over these men. And the men making the cries and yells, it was... Hundreds of years ago, when monks were in Europe, monks in cool black monasteries, thinking of God, studying Virgil, monks were in Europe, a land having an ocean, miles of water in between. And it is this land, America, possessing Montana. New York, Vermont, New Mexico, America has too. Indians, Indians went through Montana, thinking, feeling, trying pleasurably to live. This land, shone on by the sun, now green, quiet now, was under their feet this time. We live now, and it is hundreds of years after. Montana, thou art, I say thou art, as once monks said of God, and thought too, thou art. Thou hast Kansas on thy side. Kansas is in the newspapers, talked of by men. Idaho, thou hast, and far away, Singapore, Alabama, Brazil, that bird over this green under that sun, God, how sweet and graceful it is. Could we ever do that? Machines that fly are clumsy and ugly. Birds go into the air so softly, so fairly. See its curves. Earth. In Montana, men eat and have bodies painting them because they eat. Kansas with Montana in America has two men pained by their eating. So has England with Westminster Abbey where poets lie dead now. Oh, what their poetry can do, what poetry can do. There is the brain of man, a soft, puzzling, weak affair. Lord, the perfect green of this meadow. Look at the pure heat and light of that big sun and the cleanness of the sky. 
Night comes, night has come. Was not Montana here in the Middle Ages when old Rome was at its oldest when Aristotle wrote, In Greece, Greece by the Aegean, with the Mediterranean near? Indians killed each other here, with the moon over them. Indians killed each other near Cape Cod, near Boston, in Louisiana too. It was before white men came from England to see them, the white men were seen by them. Snows have been here in Montana while the Indians have been. Girls are in Helena, mines are in Helena. Men work in them painfully and long for the bodies of girls and long for much more that is in the world in the earth. Men work, suffer, are little, ugly too. Oh, mountains are in Montana. The Rocky Mountains are in California, Utah, Colorado, Montana. Indians were here too, by rivers in these mountains, lived in mountains. Europe has its Paris, and men live there. Stendhal, Rabelais, Gautier, Hume were there. God, what is it man can do? There are millions of men in the world, and each is one man. Each is one man by himself, taking care of himself all the time, and changing other men and being changed by them. The quiet of this afternoon is strange, haunting, awful. Hear that buzzing in the hot grass coming from live things and those crows' cries from somewhere. There's a sluggish, sad brook near here, too. The bird is gone now, so graceful, fair as it was, and the sky has nothing but the brightness of air in it, the clean color of air. The sun makes it be afternoon here. In Paris and Sumatra, it is night. Dark Malays are in lands by the Indian Ocean. An ocean there is we call the Indian. Men went to these Malays near the Indian Ocean in the 18th century in frigates and ships of the line. And men living here are Indians too. Oh, the cry of the Indian in battle hundreds of years ago in woods, in plains, in mountains. War might have been seen once in this meadow, now green, now hot. Hundreds of years ago, it might have been seen, and tens of years and a thousand. There was love among Indians. There is love in Paris, Moscow, London, and New York. Men have been in war ever. Men have thought and written books about war, love, and mind. Mist comes in this earth, and there have been sad, empty, pained, longing souls going through mist. Oh, the green in mist that is to be seen in the world, and time goes on, the world is moving, all of it. So time goes on in this world. It is now a hot, quiet afternoon in Montana. Montana with the Rocky Mountains, Virginia with the Allegheny Mountains, Indians ambushed Braddock in the Allegheny Mountains. The woods were once quiet, once dark, sounded sharply, deeply with cries, moans, and shouts. Washington was there. Washington Irving wrote of Washington, and so did Frenchmen who knew Voltaire. 
1775, Braddock was ambushed and died, and then, in Paris, men and women wrote of philosophy who were elegant, witty, and thought spirit was of matter. Say Diderot, Helvetius, and Madame du Defonde. Samuel Johnson was in London then. Pitt was in England. Men lived in Montana. Honolulu, Argentina, and near the Cape of Good Hope. Oh, life of man. Oh, earth, earth, again and again. And there have been hot afternoons all through time, history, as men say, hot afternoons have been in Montana. There have been hot afternoons and quiet, soft, lovely twilights. Gray, Collins, Milton wrote of these. There have been hot afternoons in quiet English churchyards and hot afternoons in America, in Montana, and green everywhere and bright sky. There are deserts in Africa, America, and Australia. Clear air is healthful. Men go to Colorado near Wyoming, near Montana, in the mountains. Sick men go to the mountains where... Indians once lived, fought, and killed each other. Oh, the love of bodies. Oh, the pain of bodies on hot, quiet afternoons everywhere in the world. Men work in factories on hot afternoons now in Montana and now in New Hampshire. Walk the streets of Boston on hot afternoons. Novels stupid and forgot have been written on hot afternoons. Matinees of witty comedies in London and New York are in afternoons. Indians roamed here on this green field on quiet, hot afternoons in years now followed by hundreds of years. Hot afternoons are real. Afternoons are. Places, things, thoughts, feelings are. Poetry is. The world is waiting to be known. Earth, what it has in it. The past is in it. All words, feelings, movements, words, bodies, clothes, girls, trees, stones, things of beauty, books, desires are in it, and all are to be known. Afternoons have to do with the whole world, and the beauty of mind, feeling knowingly in the world, and the world of girls, beautiful faces, bodies and clothes, quiet afternoons, graceful birds, great words, tearful music, Mind, joying poetry, beautiful livings, loved things, known things, to be used and known, and a pleasure to be giving world. It's not great, but... uh, It's not great, but listen. It was the most interesting poem sent to the Nation magazine in 1925, (laughs) and I would like to pause here and think of the fucking know-nothings who are judging that poetry competition. Who are all the fucking scrubs in their little, you know, sleeve suspenders and their cute 1925 glasses reading all 4,000 entries to see which ones are get to sent upstairs. And God bless if they didn't pick up that one. And everyone's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? Why Why not? not? Well, you know, and one also wonders, like, like, what if that really was the best thing that anybody submitted? Because God fucking knows, you know, I should know as an English major, but I have replaced uh, those brain cells with... Uh, dead brain cells and uh so yeah i can't really remember what all else was going on poetry wise in 1925 but fucking a like you know maybe the maybe that was the best of the shitty lot that got submitted who we who knows it is definitely something it is a poem it is sweeping and you know i got a little caught up into it yeah yeah well you know it's uh 
It's not, uh, it, it is absolutely not the uh, least competent thing I've ever read. <laughs> Ready? Okay. Okay. 